Cineblokes. I'm Nigel Wentworth. And I'm Benjamin Baker. And we are the Cineblokes. And uh, tonight we're reviewing Mad Max Fury Road. Yes. Or is it Furry Road? No, it's Fury. <laughs> it's Furry Road. Mad Max Furry Road. <laughs> a lot of people dressed up like animals in this. I think it's a very different film. Yes. <laughs> different genre, maybe. Altogether. I, I feel like it's uh, like an adult film <laughs> with furries, with, with just people Mad dressed Max up Triple like animals. X. Furry Road. Furry Road. The Road to Furries. Yes. Right? No, I don't I, know. I have no what's, idea what's going on. What's correct? We've already started off weird. Uh, <laughs> that was my fault. Uh, anyway, so Mad Max, Fury Road. Yes. Sort of a sort of a, a sequel slash reboot to the Mad Max film uh, trilogy. Yes. Film series, as it were, because it's not really a, a trilogy any longer. It's a, it's a quadrology. Or whatever, whatever the verbiage is on that. that. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what that would be. Um, <laughs> yes. So yeah, yeah. So um, now uh, coming into this, how how familiar with you uh, were you with <coughs> Mad yeah, Max? So um, not very, to be honest with you. Um, I have a, a general understanding of you know the the world, um, and I but I have not and I meant to actually I meant to sit down and watch Road Warrior and, and just you know kind of get caught up as, as but I wasn't going to sit through the first one but um you know try to just get caught up at least yes. to uh be more familiar with the story and uh I didn't get a chance to do that so uh I walked in here I might as well have never seen any of the other ones because it you know uh right. and that does play an important factor into what's going on here yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I myself am, am quite familiar. I've just actually just recently seen the first one um, again, and I'm sorry that I did. Uh, I, I feel it's it's almost unwatchable. But then, <laughs> but then you go into and... yeah, oh yes, <laughs> it is a definite piece of '70s filmmaking yeah. at its finest or worst, however you want to say it. <laughs> but uh, Mad Max Two: The Road Warrior is really where it it sort of kicked off. Right. And this uh, this film, and I, I will say this: I have not seen uh, Beyond Thunderdome in quite some time, so right. I don't uh, don't really recall. But I know that that sort of followed the same same sort of format. As yeah. as uh, the Road Warrior, and I will say that Fury Road does follow that. In that, from what I remember, yeah, it's pretty true to form. That everything started off kind of tits up. Yeah. You know, uh, it's not a it's not a good a good society to live in as a good guy. Right. And uh, and then things get worse, and then yeah. and then at one point when you're like, well, it couldn't possibly get any worse than this, then it actually does. <laughs> yes, right. Again. Yeah. And then somehow things turn out all right in the end. So yeah, that that was actually the surprise of the film. Yes, <laughs> plot twist. Yes, <laughs> it was looking <laughs> extremely bleak at certain Quite bleak, points. Yes. Um, yeah, um, yeah. So you know, not and, to... uh, spoiler alert: there will yeah, be spoilers. I, yeah, I don't think. Um, well, I mean, I mean, it's not. 
Look, it's not a murder <clears throat> mystery, everyone. It's uh... yeah, no, and I don't think there's really too much to spoil. I think if you, yeah, I don't know, if you've signed up for the film, you kind of know. Yeah, if you've seen one, you've seen them all, really. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I what I would encourage you to do though is if you're not familiar with it and you've never seen it, like I took my bird, and uh, I'm pretty sure she had no idea what was going on. Pretty sure she was very confused. Asked a lot of questions um, that I didn't have answers for. So uh, if you are not familiar, you know, you just see, oh, Mad Max Fury Road could be fun. Um, no, no, don't do that. Well, here's <laughs> the thing. Even even being familiar with the source material, I mean, you know, all you really know is more about the world. You know who sure. Max is. And then you know sort of, I mean, they, even in the original film, there's not too much explanation other than, you know, fuels run out. And people have turned into cannibals uh, and crazy people. And actually, like that was more more in, in the Road Warrior, really. Yeah. That's where you saw, like, the marauders and, and the, you know, wearing people's skin and, you know, that yeah, sort, right. of, sort of weird stuff that you see, in yeah. like, in this film. Isn't the villain the same? Uh, no, actually. That's that's where I would say things get quite different. Where you, In this film, if you even if you're familiar with the Road Warrior or Beyond Thunderdome, coming into this... Um, if somebody were to lean over to me and be like, oh, who's that bloke? I'd be like, I've no idea. <laughs> he's got a skin disorder and for, he's wearing yeah, plastic for, armor and he's got a skull face mask. Yeah, for I've some no reason idea. Thought, for some reason, I thought there was a tie-in to, to previous films. Absolutely not. It's just, I think they tried to, to lend this whole thing about those clans, you know, where people have broken up into tribes and that sort of thing. Uh, out in this wasteland, and yeah. this is just supposed to be one of those factions that has a lot of power. Right. So, um, yeah. So I don't, I don't really know that having a working knowledge of previous films would actually right. do so, much. You know, you know, in there with no idea, aside from knowing who Max is, and even that, you don't really that, need yeah. to. You don't find out his name until two hours in. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I, really, I and I'm, I, I will say this. Um, but going through this film, he had a mask on for so long, I thought somebody just really liked seeing him as Bane. He just didn't do the Bane voice. No, was, he didn't. That was the problem. D didn't do a whole lot of talking. But I will say, when he did talk with the mask on, still inaudible. So, there's yeah, that. There is that. Um, but yeah, uh, and you know what's what's really nice about this film is that, uh, you know, all the the original was made in Australia. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of Australian actors mm -hmm. in this film, and it's beautifully shot. Uh, for being, you know, the Australian, I, I don't want to hold that against them, um, you know. <laughs> but you seeing as it started out as a British penal colony, they've really come a long way. <laughs> so good for good for you, good, Australia. Well done. Well done. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, visually, uh, the movie is. I, I mean, it's. It's something to talk about. I mean, you, you can't really... It's almost impossible to not allow it to kind of, you know, fuck with your brain, I guess. Because yeah. um, it's a lot to take in. Um, and I actually mean that as a compliment visually. Um, there's just so much going on. And um, the the action pieces and the set pieces and the stunt work, it's just... I You can't even believe that you, you're really watching these kinds of things happen as they unfold. Um, and what's crazy is all of it's done in motion. There is no, 
you know, uh, stop action sequence where, you know, you, you might fight in a building type thing. It's all one big giant long car chase and every explosion and every body that falls off every car is currently in motion. Nothing stops. Oh, yes. Um, and it's, it's mind blowing. It's a mind bending experience yeah. just to watch. I, I would be, I, I would like to know just how many stuntmen died. <laughs> During the make, there should have been one of those disclaimers yes. at the end. No yeah. stuntmen were harmed a lot. Yeah, <laughs> during I, the making of yeah. this film, there's a there's a there's a film body count, and then there's an actual death toll. And I feel like we need both numbers. Yes, there was a number of of stunts. So <laughs> yeah. It was just like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, not the character, the actor. The actor's dead. <laughs> yeah. there, there were definitely some where I was like, there's no way they filmed that in one. In one day, everybody made it out alive. It's just impossible. So, uh, yes, in that regard, it was very... The, the stunt work, high-octane... Yeah. Um, yeah. In a, in and a, intense. And in, in the context in which it's put into, I think, is what maybe separates it from typical blockbusters because it is uh, put in this weird, just bizarre world. Um, and, and while it's not really explained, I feel like it does kind of heighten the tension... Whether or not you you kind of care what's going on, you're still very, you know, oh god, it's yeah. it's very intense. Yes, and they they <laughs> sort of do this uh, voiceover at the beginning with Max uh, that kind of vaguely explains right. what's happened to the world and sort of who he is, but not really. Right. So if you're if you're not familiar with uh, with Mad Max and you're thinking, oh, what's this all about? Then um, it's just again, it's it's in the future. Fuel has become, which is funny that fuel is such a commodity, but they do an awful lot of driving. I was just gonna for I, there being a lack of yes, fuel. I was just gonna say that, Nigel. Is is the idea that you know, if there's no fuel, but they've all got cars, yeah. loads and loads of cars. Yeah. They're always fighting over fuel, but they're always <laughs> driving to go get it. It's yeah. <laughs> so, very weird. Yes. Uh, so that's where the, this post-apocalyptic world. That water is also, you know, everything's become a desert. Just a waistline. Yeah, it's just really. a waistline. Yeah, uh, right. but a gorgeous one. That just the cinematography. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's for quite... big, one big desert. It there, was so beautifully the, shot. There was this beautiful moment where um, it's the the first time they kind of go through the canyon, and uh, you know the the rocks have already crashed, and Immortal Joe is trying to go up over the rocks, and uh, the, it's this strange but beautiful moment where you can tell he kind of. Uh, switched films and and puts it like a 70s hue to the the look and it's it's very brief it's only for the but i caught it and i was like oh yeah that it looks like he ripped it from the original uh <laughs> but it was just done with such purpose that you were like oh yeah he's he's just trying to keep that world the same it was it was very interesting so there's a lot of that it's you know you can't really go into it expecting to feel um you know uplifted yeah. i guess uh, no, it is very. It's a very bleak future yeah. uh, that they live in. Yeah, and and as you pointed out, the, the intensity there, you really do throughout the whole film. You're just thinking, they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. They're not. No, wait, no they're not going to make it. That's that's how you feel the entire the, time. The entire time. I and you you get the sense that everyone can die, it, even Max himself. Like yeah. nobody's exempt from death uh, in this film. You feel. Um, but that, I mean, to the credit of the film, uh, I think it really does create that tension, uh, which is even says even more about the cinematography and the action sequences because you really don't 
you're not given a whole lot to grasp about the characters that we're supposed to root for. So the fact that you're, you know, intensely, they create that tension of, oh my God, are they going to die? When you don't really have a reason to care whether they do or not. Um, I think that says a lot about what the film does visually. Yeah, indeed, yes. Um, as far as the plot is concerned, uh, it's not anything that's uh, too deep, but yeah. it never has been. Yeah, um, even the road, the road warrior, you know, it's it's Max just trying to survive. Uh, he gets thrown into a situation where people need help. He doesn't want to help. He's trying to help himself. But in helping himself, he has to help them. And then, you know, it turns out he really is a good guy. And then, you know, things happen and he saves the day, sort of. That's the plot of Furry yeah. Road, right? That's that. No, that's pretty much the plot of every Mad Max oh, film. Right. Yeah. So, so this right. follows suit. Yeah. yeah. That's, in that, that was pretty much the spoiler-free re- yes. <laughs> breakdown of the that's, film. Yes, that's as spoiler-free <laughs> as I can get. <laughs> that's pretty much exactly what happens. You know, and uh, the, the casting <laughs> was, I think, it was well done. Uh, Tom Hardy is. Um, well, with Max, he's just a, he's just brooding, really. Uh, yeah, he's not and it's really the best word to describe him. He's just a, you know, even a even in the character. old days when Mel Gibson played the part, it wasn't. You didn't need to be a tremendous uh, actor, even, and I'm not saying that either one of them are poor actors. I'm no, just sure, saying that the role is not one that yeah, you know right. lends it's not itself very, to that. Yeah, yeah, correct. You know, it really is just you need to be uh, be able to do action. Sure, but Charlize Theron was great. Um, I thought she was she. Uh, I believe her. Yes, yeah, so she, she was a nice counterpoint to, to Max's character. Um, what's his name? Nicholas Holt. Yes. Um, damn near unrecognizable. <laughs> um, the the only reason I even knew who he was was because I'd seen his name uh, as uh, as an actor, and then they would like you know show his name and then his face as one of the you know savages or whatever. Um, and, and that was honestly one of the only reasons I was like, oh yeah, it's him. So I could yeah. pinpoint him right See, away. I did not know that going in. Yeah. And so for me, it was sort of a delightful surprise. But it was like when I saw yeah, they have all these uh, these half-lifers that they're painted up like powder. And, yeah, I still uh, don't know what they are. Yeah, I, I'm not sure either. But apparently they have a short lifespan or something. But they're war, warrior war drivers. Boys. War, war boys. I, I have no idea. Yeah. But the moment <laughs> Why I do they saw him, yeah, see, when I saw his face, I was like, oh, this one's special. Yeah, like, he's right. going to go the distance. So yeah. <laughs> Even his friend, though, um, his mate, he was... Um, I can't place him, but I know the face. Did you? Yeah. Um, I, I spent most of the movie trying to figure out, because he shows up in the beginning, and then he shows up at the yeah. end. Well, he had those crazy face scars. I wanted. To, I was waiting for him to ask, <laughs> do you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> but I uh, didn't quite get to that. So Yeah. Uh, it, it is, you know, I, I will say this. I, I actually, for as long as it felt, because it does, it does feel a bit long. It does. Um, strangely enough, I would have liked to see more. Because I, I want to know more about the world itself. I want to know more about the clan and that's, more about the people and more about who Immortal Joe actually is. I do feel the film could have benefited with a bit more exposition. Yes. So, yes. there is that. So, I, I don't know if me wanting more is good or bad. <laughs> I haven't really decided <laughs> yet. <laughs> well, we'll mull it over and uh, we'll come back. and yeah. uh, yeah. just. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know if there's more to be said, really. Right. I, 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 this film will leave an impression one way or another, I feel. Yes. Um, so w- whether or not that was its intention, uh, it succeeds in that. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I honestly, my, my biggest complaint of the film is just, I, 
I would have preferred more exposition about the world that we're in because it is so interesting. It's it's it is, it's yes. weird and wild, and there's a, a they go into battle with an electric guitar and a dude in pajamas. It's very bizarre, <laughs> and it's but it's fun and it's yes. but bleak at the same. It's it's all. It is, I mean, as far as like post-apocalyptic. The kind of wasteland type films go. It's it's done very well in yeah. that regard. Like it's a world that's so so foreign and yet somewhat familiar all yeah, at the same time. Right. You know, yeah. so they've they've done very well that, but they just need to you know flash it out more so that you you get to know it. But you know, yeah. Instead right. of just uh, it, it was really it was speed in the desert. Really is what it was. <laughs> if this rig goes below sixty five miles an hour. <laughs> It We're would, all dead. Well, it did feel that way. It did. It did. Because if they did yeah. stop, they'd be yeah, caught. That's the true. So, that's true. <laughs> in fact, maybe this film could have benefited from Keanu. I'm not really sure on that. He would have been great. Don't quote me on that. No, but no, no Keanu Reeves, Mad maybe, Max Fury Road 2. Maybe he could be the lead marauder in the next I film. I love it. Uh, absolutely love it. Shut up and take my money. In fact, it would have been perfect in this because the, the lead marauder, Eternal Joe or whatever, Immortal Joe, he just had the face mask on all the time. <laughs> There's no acting required. That is right in Keanu's wheelhouse. Got to do it all with the eyes. <laughs> yes. it's all, all in the eyes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, all, all in the eyes. <laughs> so, uh, shall we? Uh, shall we give this a rating? Um, yeah, I don't know how to rate this film. Um, well, I'm going to give it. I'm. I'm. All right. Here's here's the thing. I'm gonna do. Uh, I want to say I should give it two, two different ratings. But here's what I'm gonna say. If you're a big fan of the Mad Max franchise, right? Uh, and you you know you're familiar with the mythology and all that stuff, then I'm gonna go and I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Immortal Joe's brides trying to escape. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right? Um, if you're not, I'm gonna give it a three point five, just because. It is a little bit jarring, and and you know, there's not a lot of exposition to kind of guide you into. Sure, but okay. it is, but it is still entertaining. Okay, all right. Um, in that case, then I'll give two ratings. I will say if you are if you are a fan of the series, um, despite you know my complaints of wanting to see more in the exposition, um, again as we've already said, visually it is absolutely stunning, and it's almost worth seeing just for the visuals alone. Mm -hmm. um, so for that, I would give it uh, four out of five uh, war rigs. All right. Um, if you could care less about visuals <laughs> um, and you're not really familiar with the story and, you know, you, you're just not really your thing and you're not going to get a lot of explanation as to what the fuck is going on on the screen, um, then I would actually give it uh, two out of five war rigs because I, I do feel like if you don't have that, um, it, it's it's just going to be fair enough. Lost. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been the Cineblokes. I'm Nigel Wentworth, and I'm Benjamin Baker, and we will see you after the next film. Mm -hmm.